good evening tonight and um, I am coming to you about an hour early this evening because I am going to be on the road at 8 o'clock and so I, I hope and pray that this uh, sound is working and that um, that you can hear me tonight because I'm in a parking lot early so that I will be driving and so I wanted to go ahead and do our devotion even though I'm going to be on the road and will not be able to stop so I'm going to share this again at 8 o'clock and so like I said I'm sorry I'm coming to you early tonight but I'm going to be on the road and I'm getting ready to go back into um, to a, a gymnasium where there is no where there is no service and so tonight I want to talk to you about um, the consequences of our sin last night we looked at the dangers of not finishing the dangers of quitting soon and in Judges chapter 2 the Bible says these words then the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochum and said, I led you up from Egypt, and though and brought you to the land of which I swore to your fathers, and I said, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Therefore, I also said, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall be thorns in your side and their gods shall be a snare to you. See, God told the children of Israel, don't quit too early. Go ahead and drive the enemy out of this land. And they chose not to. But God says these simple words. He says, I made a promise to you that I would never fail you, that I would never abandon you, but you have sinned. You did not drive these people out like I told you to. And because you were not willing to do your part, God says, I'm not going to throw them out. See, I believe that's how God works. God gives us a set of instructions. God gives us a mission, a purpose, a plan. And he has an outcome that will happen if we obey him. But if we don't, God says, then the consequences are on you. For me, the Bible says, if I ask not, I'm not going to get it. You have not because you ask not. The Bible says, if I'm not going to read my Bible and study and be in church, I shouldn't expect to be growing and knowing more about my faith. And so what God says is, I have given you the land. I've made all these um, ways for you to get here. I parted the Red Sea. I saved you. I fed you. But I gave you one instruction and that was to drive the children of, it, of, of the pagans out of this land. And you didn't do it. And tonight I want to ask you that question. What has God told you to do, but yet you are not willing to do it? Maybe God's asked you to forgive someone. Maybe God's asked you to forgive yourself. Maybe God's asked you to, to lead or to serve or to do something for him. And you've said, well, I'll do that when I retire. I'll do that when I have more money. I'll do it when I have more training. I'll do it once my family and my kids are grown up. No. God says, I want you to be obedient now. So, anyway, sorry about that. And um, 
my mother was calling. And, uh, oh, shucks, nightly devotions, you never know. But uh, uh, God says you have to do this. But I want you to hear this tonight. I want you to hear the consequences of them not doing what God asked them to do. He says in verse 3, Therefore I said, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall be thorns in your side, and their gods shall be a snare to you. God says, if you'd have drove these people out, this land would have been yours. They wouldn't have bothered you. You could have enjoyed the blessings that I wanted for you. But he says, because you didn't, I'm not going to drive them out. I'm not going to get involved this time. And for the rest of your time in the promised land, there will be a thorn in your side, and it will be these people. You see, friends, so many times in our sin and disobedience to God, we do things, and God forgives us, but the consequences still linger with us. I have asked for forgiveness for overeating. Uh, I've asked for forgiveness for not exercising enough and not taking care of myself, but that doesn't mean the pounds just fall off. And so in your walk with God, maybe you and your, your marriage, it, it's, it's been a mess. You can ask for forgiveness from one another, but yet sometimes those thorns in the flesh stay. But what God says is, I've made a covenant with you, a promise to you, and I won't break it. And so even when you're like the children of Israel, and you don't follow God as well as you should, you don't accomplish what you should, you're struggling in these areas, remember that God didn't say, I'm done with you. He just said, there are going to be some consequences that I really didn't want for you. And that's really how life is. People always ask me this question. Jake, why is there so much evil in the world? Why is there so much death in the world? Why does God allow this? Well, I believe the Bible teaches us that God made everything good in the Garden of Eden. But because of Adam and Eve's sin, sin and death entered the world. Every death, every tornado, every heartache, every pain, every suffering is caused by the sin of mankind. And you know how I know that's how I know not how God wants it to be for us? Because He made it so that when we leave this world, if we're a Christian, none of those things follow us to where we're going. That's why the Bible says there is no more tears in heaven. There's no more sickness in heaven. There's no more death in heaven. The former things have passed away because God is making everything right just like he did in the garden, but even better. And so tonight, um, I just really want you to hear this, that God has a purpose and plan for your life. It doesn't matter if you're 16, 66, 106. God is not done with you if you're still here. But he also has to give you very specific instructions on what he wants us to do. And he says, if you don't do it, sometimes God says, okay. It's like my kids. I tell them to get dressed. I tell them to pick up their room. They get a warning. And if they don't do it, I don't go clean up their room. I don't pick out their clothes for them. There are consequences for them not being obedient. And what God says is to this people is the consequence is going to be they're always going to be bothering you. And it even goes on and says, the gods that they worship that are false, you're going to struggle with them too. And so in your life, I want you to know 
there are consequences not only for you and me, but also that next generation. And so as a parent, love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. And watch how God can work. As a friend, be faithful in all of these situations that you can. And watch how God can use it. But even when you fail, even when you don't drive out the enemy like the nation of Israel, remember this simple truth that God didn't say they weren't his people anymore. God didn't say that he would not bless them anymore. It would just look a little different than what it could have been. And so maybe you're saying, Jake, I'm just now really getting serious about my walk with God. You can still have blessings and you can have purpose and you can have victories from here to the end of your life. But God might have just wanted to let you have those victories even earlier if you'd have come to him. And so tonight, I want to leave you with that challenge. Don't quit too early. Because when you quit too early, the consequences last longer than we want them to. But remember, God will forgive you even when you're failing, even when you sin, even when you struggle. God says, you're still mine. I still have a purpose for you. And I'm still going to work in your life. And so again, I'm sorry that I had to come to you early tonight because uh, I'm going to be on the road at 8 o'clock. I'm going to be in a gymnasium where there is no service. And so just know that you're loved, pray for, and hopefully tomorrow night I can get back to 8 o'clock. So may God bless you.